Hey, Freakalit, Jesse's back. Tonight we have another guest co-host with us by the name of Chef Perry. He's not only a chef, he's also a relationship coach, and he's an advocate for diabetic health. And we're about to show him what Freakalit is all about. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show once again. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Hey, Freakalik. Hey, everybody. Um, it's favorite girls. And today we are going to be talking about food and sex after 40. Um, so we're going to dive right into our first topic. My sex drive is French fried. How fried foods, processed foods, and even alcohol are killing your libido fast. So um, we kind of sort of touched on this, but not for real, not like really really in our one of our previous episodes um but we were thinking about like how you know everybody you know on this panel i'm assuming is is 40 and above correct like chef terry you're it's safe to say you're you're 40 or over yeah i'm wrong okay <laughs> okay so um health has been an issue and we know enough about diet to know that it absolutely affects, you know, how you can get down in the bedroom or your performance or, you know, whatever. So can you just kind of elaborate, you know, and kind of give us, give us, you know, the key on um, what foods we need to be avoiding at this point in our lives to save our sex lives from going downhill? Well, Here's what's funny. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I watched the YouTube video, and when I saw you guys, I was like, yeah, that's my tribe right there. That's my tribe. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I thought you was betting. <laughs> well, you know, even even my wife said it. She was like, I think you're going to like those girls. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> well, here, here's, here's what's funny is... Um, I'm, I'm looking at past 40 through a different lens because my past 40 is diabetic past 40. Okay. You see, I'm, I'm diabetic and I say I'm diabetic the same way that like an alcoholic would say I'm an alcoholic, even if they haven't had a drink in 20 years. Okay. You know, so I say I'm a diabetic because I understand that it's a work in progress. It's a daily choice to get better. And one of the things that I've noticed is there are certain foods out there. Everything affects our little soldier, our libido, our little throw-down machine, you know, the fuck stick, whatever you want to call it. That's the right thing. It's all boils down to what we're eating. That's what it boils down to. It boils down to what we're eating. And then there are certain foods that we didn't even realize that we was eating that could help blood flow because it's all about blood flow and circulation in the body. Especially if you're trying, especially if you're trying to get your little soldier to work. And, you know, there's a nitrate oxidizer, right? Oxidize already in the body, but we got to figure out how to get nitrate in our system. Nitrate helps the blood flow. It helps. It's almost like, it's almost like if you had a clogged sink, and what you go through and plunge it or put some Drano in it, whatever it takes to unclog it, that's what we have to add to our body. And you can get it from just about anything. Like you can get it from the number one food, according to the American Diabetes Association, is beets. Beets actually help 
thin, thin out blood clots so that your blood can circulate better, which means that, you know, it's on and popping now. <laughs> <laughs> Beef juice is about to be sold out of the store. <laughs> and I, you know, I eat a lot of beets and I ain't never had any trouble with blood flow to my little soldier. <laughs> well, see, there you go. And, and, and what you need to do is tell your, tell your soon-to-be that he needs to start eating beets too, because when it's going down in the I'm telling you, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna know what happened. You're gonna be 20 years old all over again. Tell you. Also, I'm gonna have to hit up Kroger after the show. Right? Right? Have it on right. deck. Well, also, you can get uh watermelon, you can get uh pomegranate. There's uh, leafy green vegetables, uh, garlic, turmeric, walnuts, uh, citrus fruits like apple. I mean, I'm sorry, like oranges, uh, grapefruit or lemons or limes. They also aid and, and you can also mix them in with anything. And a lot of times when I go out to eat, especially back in the day when I used to date, I would always get lemon water because I knew back then that you didn't have to eat oysters to, to get into this whole natural aphrodisiac thing. I would I figured out early on that lemon water helps your boy. <laughs> you know okay. I never knew that. I did not know that. <laughs> so when, yeah. So when we go out and people are like, hey, would you like a soda? Would you like a drink? I'm like, no, no. Sugar helps slow down your libido, right? Sugar helps clog the blood flow. So I want to make sure that whatever I'm eating or whatever I'm putting in my body is, is, is not going to stop the blood flow. Cause I got a reputation to uphold. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that's a date. That's the actual date. That's hilarious, right? <laughs> Dude, I'm taking beet uh, smoothies to my dates from here on out. <laughs> Tell you, hey, don't, hey, don't be surprised if you hanging from the chandelier. Hey, <laughs> Goal, Chef Terry. That's the goal. <laughs> though, because what I'm also hearing with all of this, these are a lot of the same like vegetables and things that they um recommend for like reducing blood pressure too, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. The uh the uh blood flow and circulation. This is okay. this is what a lot of nutrition uh, nutritionists and diabetics would offer people that has high blood pressure. Because, you know, high blood pressure and diabetes, they run in the same circle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like high blood pressure, diabetes, little cousin. Mm-hmm. And then hy- hypertension is right behind them. You know, dragging their little toy. Talking about, Daddy, I want to go too. <laughs> wow, sir. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I personally do have high blood pressure. Um I finally let them put me on medication. I don't want to take it anymore. I'm going to be honest. It, it's not that it like makes me feel bad or anything, but I just, it doesn't sit right with me that I'm taking that every day. Like, I don't know. So I'm, I'm especially paying attention to this episode because I want <laughs> the F off of it like, quickly. And see, we've you know, kind of been through this with my husband. Because he was a diabetic and he was taking blood medicine for high blood pressure. 
I, I started becoming a vegan two years ago and then he started moving into it probably about beginning of November. Um, and since then he's off of his blood pressure medicine and he's off of his diabetic diabetes medicine. Awesome. That's crazy how that happens, right? Mm -hmm. Since the beginning of November, we're talking what for a little over four months. Yeah. Wow. Here's what's funny. It took your husband four months to figure that out. It took me 12 years and almost $20,000 to figure that out. Ouch. <laughs> wow. Because as a chef, we used to believe all that crap. Don't trust a skinny chef. We always used to hear <laughs> stuff like that. We used to hear stuff like, uh, you need to try everything that you prepare so that you know what it tastes like. At that one point in time, I was like almost 300 pounds. I thought I was happy. <laughs> wow. I was 300 pounds. I was running around, smiling, laughing, joking, and all that. Didn't know what was lurking underneath it. And the crazy part about it is it didn't start to really develop or manifest until around the age of 40. Yeah. When everything yeah. started slowing down, you know, I used to have this saying, it was like, Lordy, Lordy, look who's 40. <laughs> That's what my mother, my mother-in-law said, "Lordy, Lordy, I need a forty, but she don't. Drink <laughs> she don't drink beer now. That's crazy. <laughs> now, I am um, a few months a few months shy of being fifty-nine years young. Congratulations! And I'm telling you, when I started becoming vegan, my sex drive went through the roof, through the roof. Ooh. And I'm not taking anything. See, I can see that happy lit look on your face. <laughs> oh, you're going, girl. You're blowing. This is because I know that outdoor wooden table sex season's coming up. Yes. <laughs> did you see the episode where she was talking about she did it on the on the table in front of the campers? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we were all we were all in the episode. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm asking, did you see that episode where she was talking about how she, you know, they did it on the on the table in the campground and it was other people camping? No, I don't. I didn't see that one. But the one that I did see that that was something that I didn't know. Like I never knew what the pearl necklace was. Ah, <laughs> see, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Y'all trying to play? I'm not the only one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I told I told my wife. I told my wife, I'm gonna get you a pearl necklace. She's all excited. She's all excited because she when she realized what it really was. When she realized. <laughs> now listen here, Chef Terry. Don't be getting us in trouble before right. you had a chance to be friends with your wife. Okay. Right. Don't be getting us in trouble. Right. it is. I got somebody to blame it on. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Okay, so I have a question before we move on to the next topic. Um, there's doctors are so quick to give out the um the ED medicine, right? And like all of that stuff. So what you're literally what you're saying is you can literally just change your diet and eat your way into being able to get past sexual dysfunction um without that medication. Hmm. Okay. okay. All right. Well, here's what's funny is out of the top five main complications of diabetes, erectile dysfunction is not even on it. Wow. Here's oh what's goodness. funny. What? That's the crazy part. 
And you and the reason why is that it's still really taboo for men to talk about it. That's so what I was gonna say. That's what I was thinking. Right? It, and, and, and women too, you know, the majority of the time that when you go into the hospital, when you go into the go and see the doctor, you know, especially those of us that used to play back in the day, when we first went to the doctor, because a lot of us go to the doctors late, we think that they're gonna grab our balls, we turn our head and cough. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's what we think it's going to be. And then they tell us we good and we can leave. But when they start asking questions and then probing, we automatically put our defenses up and we mm-hmm. lock down. It was mm-hmm. like, OK, yeah, well, I don't want you to know this because I think you're going to judge me and I don't want you to do this. But let me let me tell you, I actually researched some stuff for this in case this came up. Can I read this to you? Please go ahead. Yes. Impotence, commonly known as erectile dysfunction, may not only affect you, but it also may affect your relationship that you have with your wife, your girlfriend, your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Erectile dysfunction has a strong connection to heart disease. So what is erectile dysfunction? According to uh, cleveland.clinic.org, erectile dysfunction is the inability to achieve and sustain an erection long enough for sexual intercourse. And for those of those millennials, that means beating it up. And and I was shocked. I was shocked after I read that 57% of men who has had bypass surgery and 60% of men that was hospitalized for a heart attack has had erectile dysfunction at some point in their life. Wow. And the crazy Mm. part about it is it's still taboo to talk about. It is. I had a whole relationship in the, because of it. You really, had a relationship mm-hmm. because of it? Yeah, um, I had a ex. He was taking um, depression medication, and it affected his libido. And he got mad at me because I wasn't being, I guess, aggressive or assertive in trying to get him in the mood. And I'm like, I'm trying to be sensitive to what's going on with you and yeah so I got blamed for our sex life not being what it, he thought it should be but I'm like you have problems not only getting up but staying up because of your medication like I'm even the one who suggests he go back to the doctor talk about switching medication he did all that but before that could have taken effect we broke up oh well, wow my yeah. God, pull it there but Oh yeah, I'm sure I did. <laughs> More than certain I did. <laughs> but here, here's here's two things that I want to say. First, did you know that there was 200 different types of doctor prescribed medication that actually increases erectile dysfunction? Mm-hmm. 200 different types of medication. No, ain't that crazy? Yes. So it's not just and not it's not just metformin or the glamride or benazepril. It's other stuff that we don't even know. But there's more than 200 types that help with erectile dysfunction. That's one. Number two. Here's what's funny is, you know, out of all the things that the doctor told me. Right. When he told me I was diabetic, he told me what my A1C number was. And. He said you could be an amputee, you could go blind, you know, retinopathy, you could have nerve damage, diabetic nerve damage, you could have all of this kidney disease uh, or be on dialysis. And then he said, 
He said one thing that caught my attention. He said it also causes impotence or erectile dysfunction. I was laying in my hospital robe and I sat up and said, what did you just say? (laughs) (laughs) And that was when I started taking it serious. Mm, Yeah. And here's what's funny. When I thought that, when I thought that, uh, my my little python was gonna stop slithering, <laughs> right? When I when I thought that, I honestly truly said to myself, and I don't want I don't want to offend anybody. You want you want <laughs> I called a couple of my buddies that I know. These are white guys. Called a couple of my buddies, and they both told me the exact same thing. They said you are gonna have to learn how to eat pussy. <laughs> And I mean, well, that was good <laughs> advice. And I mean, well, that was good advice. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, yeah. So if you're not going to eat the good stuff, you're going to have to eat the other good stuff. Especially <laughs> what he's trying to say. So you pick a team. I say pick both. I pick mean, both. You know, yeah. I'm never going to tell you. Hey, God, yeah. God made you. And I always tell people. Don't eat what's man-made. Eat what's God's made. Mm. <laughs> Come on. Got <laughs> a praise them up in here. Come on. All right. Um, yeah. So okay, let's next. go ahead and move on to this next topic because I know we like really. We, well, we actually kind of already started, but anyway, just to introduce it. Okay, so a sexual diet for diabetes. How to eat your way back to a healthy state of mind, body, and sexual greatness. And since we already kind of started in on that. Um, what would be your list of foods? Are there any foods outside of the ones that you've already mentioned that they sh- should definitely start with, that we should definitely start with? Okay. And we're talking about erectile dysfunction, but... Just libido in general, let's, I think. Let's, yeah. kinda, let's, let's talk about erectile dysfunction, but let's talk about how it also affects women because you don't really hear that a lot. I mean, we had a conversation about whiskey pussy, but you know... <laughs> I mean, come on, Chef Terry, you got to hook us up for on them slow days. <laughs> we, need a, we need a jump start. Here's, here's, here's what's funny. Cardiovascular disease, uh, also known as, you know, heart disease, also known as cardiovascular disease, is the number one killer in the United States. Okay. And women are leading that number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the crazy part. Majority of the time, women will end up getting dry vagina or, or you know, uh, desert coochie. Yeah. And <laughs> got that dab. Right. Got <laughs> that dab. <laughs> and so. I never heard of desert pussy. <laughs> well, here's and here's the thing. It doesn't have to be. See, there's so many things with women that they will turn around and think that it's something that they're doing. It's Mm -hmm. their fault. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, if there's something going on inside your body that you don't know, you have to first learn how to get in touch with with that little that little child or that little girl, that little boy inside. And one of the things that we used to do when we was younger is that we used to play a lot. Now it's called exercising. Right. Right. So we got to get back into that childlike thing. And 
we have to cut back on the amount of foods that we're eating that is blocking blood circulation. I heard Tony Robbins say that if it's white, don't eat it. Mm. If it's white, now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a minute, Sister Let me like stop you. He lets the food. He lets the food. I ain't talking about white girls. <laughs> Lord, don't make my heart skip like that. <laughs> no. Nah. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to scare away your your you know anybody. <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm talking about pasta, rice, potatoes, um white potatoes, um di- different types of starches that actually turns into carbs when it breaks down into your body that also turns into sugar. I'm talking about all of these things. See, this is one of the things that I tell majority of my clients all the time. If we're going to work, very first thing that we have to do is that we have to I have to first put you on a routine. And then after we get on the routine, then we'll get into what the real part of this uh, lowering your A1C, getting healthier, building better uh, uh, blood flow in the body. There's a routine that we have to go through in order to get there, because if we don't, what's going to end up happening is you same thing is going to keep happening over and over and over again. And like um, like uh, the young lady said earlier, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, but she says she doesn't like taking the high blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And the great part about it is we don't know how the side effects is going to affect us five, 10, 15 right. years. From right. We've already seen some of the stuff that it can do. It helps clog arteries. You know, it might fix it might fix the it might fix the blood pressure, but it will affect hypertension. It will affect diabetes. It will affect other areas because mm-hmm. we're only targeting one area. Right. What I tell my clients is we have to attack the entire body. We have to do a full body detox. We have to do right. a full body cleanse. And one of the main things that we tell people to stay away from when we're cleansing and this will hurt a lot of people and it makes them super nervous, is red meat. Mm. You got to stay away from red meat because of the because of the trans fat, because of the saturated fat that's inside of beef, that's inside of red meat is what we're trying to get away from. And uh, so I always say better health leads to better sex and mm-hmm. better sex leads to better health. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that made any sense or not. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect yeah. If you're if you're 40 and up, that makes all the sense in the world. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like things just started getting so much clearer. Like, hmm. and I've been going through, you know, just um just really listening to my body and trying to figure out what is it that you need so that we can do what we do. Um, and yeah, man, I keep getting, you got to get rid of the red meat. And I'm like, but I love steaks so <laughs> much. Right. But like my, I've been having a lot of issues, like with my, um, with my colon, like over the past mm-hmm. couple of years, um, just last year I had a really bad diverticulitis episode, really bad. Like I was down for like a month. 
um, like you can ask the ladies, like we kind of mm-hmm. had to, we kind of had to pause taping because I just wasn't feeling well. Like it was, it was really bad. And then the medication that they gave me jacked me up even more. So it was like, from that point on, I was like, okay, we got to start making some changes. So I cut back on it. I don't have it like every day, but I mean, I still do have like hamburger and steak more than I probably should. So like, I just keep getting it just keeps coming back to me. Like you got to cut it out. And I'm like, I know I, I do. So for somebody like me, and I'm pretty sure you deal with people who say that a lot, like what substitute suggestions do you, you know, have to make that transition easier? Okay. Well, thank you for that question. That's a really great question. Let me, let, let me ask you a quick question. Sure. Uh, do, you, do you have a problem with soy? Not that I know of. Okay. Well, the reason why I'm asking that is there are two different meats that are floating around out there. Now, okay. my my personal favorite, it's called the impossible meat. Okay. Right? You can get it from Costco. I think they even have it at at uh at Kroger's now. Okay. Yeah. It's called it's called the impossible meat. Now, the reason why I said that first is because the impossible meat is what you're gonna get that is so close to actual meat. That okay. you will you will believe that, that that you will believe that they're lying to you. I mean, it so, literally tastes like meat. What and is then, it? What is it made of? Also, I'm sorry. What is it made of? Uh, the the main ingredient is soy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I started out. You know, are you allergic to soy or anything like that? Because, okay. Because uh, for some people that don't eat soy. There's another hamburger meat out there that's called Beyond Meat that's mm-hmm. made strictly from uh, a whole bunch of different vegetables and charcoal ash. Okay. And the cool part about it is you won't really miss meat if you start with the impossible meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it tastes so much like the real thing that you won't even notice. It. Yeah, there's the yeah, I've made, um, I've made, I, I like, I'm with Fee, I like I like my red meat, um, but I've actually used the Beyond um, crumbles and used it um, to make spaghetti. I, you wouldn't have known a difference. Okay, right. you wouldn't have known right. any different. And I've actually had a Beyond burger and an Impossible burger. Um, there's a restaurant downtown, uh, Walrus, that makes that has the Impossible burger. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. one up here in Westerville called, um, there's a burger place here in Westerville and they make an impossible burger. And oh my gosh, like everything is vegan, the buns, the cheese, and you would yeah. never know it. Okay. But there's also, there's also a meat substitute called seitan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's recipes where you can make it taste and look and fry it up. And it's just like steak. I've had seitan oxtails and they were delicious. Yeah, there's there's yeah. a thing called Boca Burgers. Like if I'm ever oh, yeah. craving, if I'm ever craving steak, and if they have the Boca Burger, then I'll get a Boca Burger because it kind of tastes like steak, even though it's ground like beef. It tastes like steak. Hmm. Well, just so you know, there's three people telling you the same story. <laughs> I know, right? You, know, you have you ever seen the color purple? Yes. God is trying to get <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, I'm that. Right, yeah. I'm that. Okay. <laughs> I'm but you know what? I'm starting to 
starting to think red meat is like they put something in it to keep you addicted because out of everything that I quit eating when I became vegan, steak is the one thing I continue to crave. Mm. Mm. Yeah, those, those are all the hormones that they put inside <laughs> of meat. I mean, they, they, it's the exact same formula different ingredients, but it's the same formula that they use to make tobacco. They mm. put inside of animals, especially beef. So what? what kind of what kind of foods can we eat for to increase both gender libidos? Yeah. Well, <laughs> just kind of keep in mind that it's mainly about cutting back on carbs, cutting back on sugar, cutting back on salt, cutting back on red meat. And it's really mainly about portion control. Okay. It's all about portion control. And I tell people all the time, I tell my clients this all the time, eat, eat a portion, eat a small portion, whatever meat size you eat, it should be about the size of your fist. Right. And the rest of the plate should be vegetables. That right there is going to help clean out your blood flow right there before you even try the beets or the watermelon and all this other stuff. Because the idea is to use food as energy, not food as for comfort. And that's for men and women. Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's only hard when you say it's hard. Yes. <laughs> So now are these, these are, this is what the program, I know you had sent me, um, you sent, well, I looked, uh, I, okay. Take two action fee. Okay. I looked at the link <laughs> from your form, um, that had the outline of your program on it. Can you tell us a little more about that to highlight your program? Absolutely. Absolutely. My program is about, I, I went through this program. There's a 30 day program. There's a 60-day program, a 90-day program, and a six-month program. And how the program works is I've, I've, I've spent many, many, many years and many, many, many dollars on doctors telling me what to eat, where doctors are telling me how to exercise, doctors telling me all the things I need to do to stop or to lower my blood pressure, to lower my blood sugar, to increase my libido. And so one day we had a conversation and I was just talking to the doctor, you know, trying to be friendly. And one of the things that he was telling me about, he was telling me about all the stuff he was eating and when he go out and party and all the drinks. And I started thinking to myself, how are you going to teach me to eat right when you're not eating right? Right. And so I was like, OK, so. Several thousand dollars later, when I quit. I came up with my own system. I came up with my own program and I decided to charge way less than what this guy was charging. Mm -hmm. And this is how it works. You get on a routine. This is what our routine is. We're going to cut out all the things that have been tested and found true that don't work for you. And then we increase all the things that we know that has been tested and found true that will work for you and help increase, give your body life. And so basically we're taking death out of your body and we're blowing life into your body. That's the first step. The second step is we go through a detox. 
because we got to clean your body. We got to clean your mind, your blood, your liver, your kidney, your spleen, your heart, your hair follicles, your eyes. You, we have to cleanse every part of that. And then we get into your routine. This is what your workout routine is going to be like. And it's so simple and it's so gradual and progressive that it's not complicated and you don't feel like that you're depriving yourself of anything because just like the illnesses or sicknesses that we have didn't take two or three weeks to get, it's not going to take two or three weeks to get rid of. Right. You know? So I always, I always tell my clients, if you give me one week, I will give you results. Okay. If you give me one month, we will create a habit. But if you give me 90 days or three months, we will create a lifestyle. Okay. And that's what my program is about. I feel that. Now, did your clients come back to you and report an increase in libido specifically, whether they expected it or not? Well, here's what's funny. The majority of my clients are female. Okay. They tell me that now they're looking for younger men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they need they're more stamina. Younger men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing and wrong with being a cougar, a panther, whatever you want. I was just <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so here's the reason why I ask. Because what I noticed is it seemed like I know they say 35 is like the number, the magic number for most women to just, you know, be like, oh, and, you know, kind of want it more. But I feel like as soon as I crossed the 30 mark, I was like, uh, what is going on right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> and I feel like ever since then, it's just gotten like grown more and more yeah. and more. So I'm like, if I was to do your program. <laughs> No, no, no. I look I look at it, I look at it the same way I look at life insurance. Okay. How many times have somebody told you about life insurance before you actually bought it? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I look at it the exact same way. You might not want me now. okay um okay so is there anything else in particular that you would like to share with us in in regards to the topic is i mean i'm having fun but i know we gotta wrap it up soon so here's 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 what's funny is my wife is 10 years younger than me right Mm. right Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i wear it with a badge here's what's funny she she's she's the girl I've always wanted. Oh, how many times can a guy actually say that, that they got the girl that they actually wanted? Mm-hmm. And then when I got her. The doctor told me I was diabetic and all Ooh. the complications and all the problems and all this stuff was coming off. And so I'm looking at it as, oh, my God, I can't believe that, you know, God has forsaken me. But God <laughs> is not a God that will forsake you. God right. is God that will actually uh, help your life. And I didn't even know that I needed help. And Mm. so he brought her to me at a time that she needed exactly what I had to offer. And I needed exactly what she had to offer. And 
in the process of us coming together, the thing that I noticed is none of the guys that she was with has ever gave her an orgasm. That was that was my twenties. That'll seal it. <laughs> and that you say, will seal it. And being that I'm ten years older than her, she thinks that I'm just this wonderful, amazing lover. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't realize that what she's done to me is that she sparked something inside of me that makes me want her. Because I used to think, I used to think that that thing between your legs is what I was most attracted to. Mm-hmm. And I would always say that I'm going to make her have an orgasm. For the first time in my life, I've ever, first time in my life, I've, I've, for the, <laughs> for the first time in my life, I have given my wife an orgasm orally, you know, mm-hmm. in her little sugar box. But the greatest <laughs> orgasm that I ever gave her was the one between her ears, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I am telling her what I'm going to do, and then I actually do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that right there, that right there keeps the coochie wet all day. It does. Come on, amen. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, you do that both inside and outside the bedroom. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, Absolutely. And, that's, and that's my setup for, for if, if there's men watching this, if you did your part to get her to the finish line, you got to make sure you got to be there to greet her. <laughs> Come on with it. Come on <laughs> with it. <laughs> there when she gets to the finish line. Yeah. If you're doing all this talking, you selling all them wolf cookies, and then when it's time to throw down, mm-hmm. you coming with you coming with some uh overcooked noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen. Uh-oh. <laughs> Either that or a hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I think that's a good place for us to wrap it up, right? Um, yeah, listen, you are welcome to come back and hang with us anytime. Yes, some sort of spin-off, you know, to this episode, just ending and knowing like that note right there, because um, yeah, that that's funny, but that's very true. All yeah. facts, big mm-hmm. facts. Secretary, can you tell our audience how to reach you? Yes. Yes. Well, the easiest way to reach me is you can you can follow me. I started this new Facebook group. It's called Beating Diabetes Together. And of course, I'm on TikTok under Chef TLC01. And you can follow me on these two areas or you can always uh, send me an email. You can reach me at Chef TLC, as in tender love and care, but that's my that's my initials. Chef TLC at hotmail.com and let me know because uh, I guarantee you the society has made it to where they have lied to us for so long about the foods that we're supposed to eat, about the diet mm-hmm. we're supposed to be on, about the health that we're supposed to have, and the portion sizes that we're supposed to eat. And now they're trying to backpedal. And 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 say, oh, yeah, we're overeating. We're going to have to stop eating less. We're going to have to do all the stuff that we have been preaching to people for years. Mm-hmm. Now they're telling us that it's it's almost like mandatory because 
food is now eating us. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not even about what you're eating. Food is eating us. Right. Yeah. I also feel like the doctors are so scripted in it at this point. Like I go in, you know, and I'm looking at some of these doctors and nurses and I'm like, y'all look like y'all been taking the medications that you're trying to give me and mm-hmm. not eating the food that you're telling me to eat. And, right. But you're in the health field. So oh, yeah. There's that. When, I, when okay. I saw a doctor smoking cigarettes one time, I was like, that. I was like yeah, you're not, you're, you're, not my, you're not my person. Yeah, but don't smoke weed, though. <laughs> that's a whole nother, that's a whole, a whole nother time. <laughs> okay, well, as I'm always. I'm sorry, hear that. um as always we appreciate everybody for hanging out with us thank you again chef terry for being with us great episode had a lot of fun and i'm pretty sure there'll be lots of conversation afterwards um always remember you can join us at a facebook group um for freak girls podcast to continue the um conversation or you can email us if you have questions um info at for freaky girls podcast.com ladies Anything else you want to add? I'm good. Thank you, Chef Terry. No, thank you. you so much. I'm about to hit the gym right after this now. <laughs> this was so awesome. Go give me some beet juice. Thank All you right. so much. Thank you so much for having me on. And I'll be I'll be happy to come anytime that you ask me to. But just remember, better health leads to better sex. And yes. better sex leads to better health. Amen. (laughs) All right, Freaky Leaks, thank you for joining us. Until next time, keep freaking. Bye. Bye.